Hello everybody and welcome to Tell Me About That, the show where we all sit down at our local theater and watch their latest production and then we come back and we give them a scathing and detailed review. This week's performance is the Downtown Theater's version of Death of a Salesman, and here with me, as always, are my intrepid co-hosts, Ryan and Jeremy. Thanks, Jack. Uh, you know, like like always, we really like to dive into, um, you know, how these these productions make us feel. Not just what they are, but, you know, how, how we respond to them. Um, and this week's, I, I'm going to be honest, I kind of just, I don't know what happened. I, uh... Felt like I wasn't there. So, uh, Ryan and I, I, and we don't have to put this in the show, but did you did see the show, correct? Yeah, it was on you, TV, right? Uh, oh, Ryan, this is a show about local theater. Wait, they don't put local Ryan, theater on TV? you do this every week, Ryan. You do this every week. Please. We've been trying to get this theater podcast off the ground for months now, and we can't record a single episode because every time you you in, you tell us, you said I I've seen it this time, I'm you never come with us to the show, and you always say I'm gonna see it on my own, I promise. And up until the recording, you're like, oh, I definitely saw it, I totally saw it, Death of a Salesman, Rip Willie, ha ha ha. But no, now you're t- telling me that you're just sitting on the couch watching TV again. See, you know you know what you know what happened. Uh, you said, what, what? What's it called? Death of a Salesman. You know, right, right. We don't need Jack and I will do our podcast by ourselves, right? Okay. So I, I went and saw Death of a Salesman, and I really thought it wrapped up our. It's got to have Death in the Name series really well, and I thought it really closed with the big death at the end where uh, Gandalf stabbed Willy, and then um, a dragon from Shrek. There's it's this crossover. It's like a. It's almost like, uh, what is it, Spamalot, where it's a whole bunch of, no, Rotten Tomatoes. What is it? <laughs> something What's Rotten? What's it called? Are you thinking of Something, something Rotten? Something Rotten. It's like Something Rotten, where they have all those, those musical callbacks, and like the Shrek dragon came in and picked up Gandalf while he was stabbing Willy, and uh, they did a nice dance break at the end to wrap up the show. Okay, so, so what you're telling me is it's basically that one crossover episode of Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents where they switched worlds, basically. Basically, but no. Okay. It's like that, but the other way around. Yeah. Gotcha. I, for one, am super glad we took all that PCP before going to see the show. Boyos, how's everyone doing? Got a... We got that post 50th episode energy. I feel like a new man. I feel like is, I'm ready to make 50 more episodes. Yeah, perhaps. I've been riding that high for two weeks. Yeah. All that was, <laughs> all that was lead up to this, our first real episode. Yeah. All those 50 episodes. Now, now that we've just practiced, out what we're trying to do, we got all the wrinkles out. That was season we have, zero. We, we <laughs> now have what everybody I think we can agree on is the perfect podcast. Yeah. Now we can start for real episode one. Season two, <laughs> tell me about that. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be crazy. Will there be? I'm glad no we didn't release those Almost first definitely 50. not. Yeah, glad. Yeah, glad. Glad no one heard those, those first, first 50, fifty were just for us. You know, I did get an email um, early on. Uh, it was like a ransom thing. Someone said that they had access to to leak all of our stuff, and if I didn't send them all of our money, um, they would just put the episodes out on like SoundCloud and now Podbean. Um, <laughs> okay. 
and you you sent them all the money, right? We can't have that stuff being released. That's our livelihood, Jack. Um, yeah, so... Jack, you don't even have that much money to begin with. We could have rekindled yeah, some of it. I was kind of strapped for cash at the time. Because, <laughs> I, you know, as I said earlier, I've got a lot of money wrapped up into this podcast thing. Right. So I don't really have the money. So Not a lot might, of capital. I mean, it, some of those episodes were pretty funny, I think. So, I hope. Chicken Tenders was probably good. I mean, let, I, listen, I, let's hope that whatever person chose to release those episodes they were nice enough to filter out the crappy ones from the 50 and they didn't just release <laughs> 50 episodes because some of them i'm sure are bad yeah i mean there's no way for us to tell so we'll just kind of yeah, have how to, can we possibly know we'll kind of just have to rely on 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 our hopes and dreams we, well, we got the mailing list now where we send the hard drives out with all the, the yeah. current episode. They send it, they listen to it, they send it back, we upload the newest episode to that. And we only have one, so, on so, so everyone's forward. sharing the same one. Oh, every week I get a uh, a new hard drive and I just add one episode to it and send them the whole backlog. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like, uh, you know, you know, so we have... If we wanted to go back to how it was when we had only recorded 10 episodes of the podcast, we can go back to that. And then if somebody says we're bad, we can be like, we've only got 10 episodes. Right. Like, That's true. What do you expect from us? We're just brand new starting out, <laughs> yeah. starry-eyed young guys trying to make a podcast happen. We can, uh, actually, I like this idea because then we can tailor all of our episodes to people. They're like, what are you interested in? It's like, where you say, well, I love food. That's Spooky Chicken Tenders. Yep, there it is. And then I love, uh, I love Baby, so that's Boss Baby. I love live events. If you events. love babies, um, you probably wouldn't like that episode. But okay, continue. But, okay, it, they, then they hate, hate babies. babies. Hate, hate babies. babies. That episode's if you love live, boss, if they love live events, that's episode 50. Episode fifty Absolutely. easy. If they don't love live events, fifty because it's recorded. Exactly. So. If they if they like tales of a you know a smart, good looking, nice guy, that's about Uncle Jack. Very nice, you know, great dude. Um, you know, all all of those episodes are in there for him. All right, let um, me let me just, just mark that down as our quota is met. Yeah, if you could mark the timestamp so I <laughs> yeah, could uh, send I got that, that over. Yep. Okay, great. Yep. All right, you got it. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay, and you're gonna put that in the podcast for yep. him. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just make sure you know. Don't get this part where I'm saying. Oh okay, yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm. You know what you're doing. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So now that we've met our quota for Uncle Jack, we're going to move into our quota for Reddit questions. And so, uh, just a quick recap: we look up questions on r slash stupid questions, and we try to figure out why in the world this question was asked. So my first question to you guys is: If you fed a bee nothing but oranges, would it make marmalade? Huh. Hmm. <laughs> now, I... Does this person operate under the assumption that bees are somehow eating only honey, and that's what makes yeah, right, exactly. honey? Like, I, I think that's... Or yeah, that honey is place. like the emulsified version of flour, of nectar, or... Po- yeah, nectar, right? What a bees eat. <laughs> Pollen. This is the part I also, of the podcast I also don't think they... What a dumbass I am. No. Bees don't. I don't think bees eat pollen. I think they don't it gets eat, on no, the they don't eat anything. The bees don't survive on anything. What? They, bees don't have to eat. Well, you heard, hold on. you heard it here first. <laughs> bees don't have to eat. If you ever see a bee eating, that's a fake bee. <laughs> that's a government bee. That's They're a, only that's doing a it because they want to. Or a gnat dressed as a bee trying to lure you into a false sense of security. You can only you can it's only be not cons- that- <laughs> you know you can be uh, you can be concerned every day of the year except for Halloween. Then it might be a real like a, a gnat that's like, "Oh, haha, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, a bee." I'm just a it's a gnat that, that got a hold of some yellow paint and <laughs> painted the butt. Um so 
I would I would think that um now do we think this guy is a beekeeper or he happened to like stumble upon a bee maybe like, while he was eating I lunch? I think this is I think we are dealing with an entrepreneur here. I th- oh. Okay. I'd love to hear <laughs> I think I'd we are looking <laughs> I think we are dealing with someone who wants to turn oranges into marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sitting and at his kitchen table. He's trying to skip back a step, basically. Between his empty wallet and the pile of oranges that he has on, on the table. What I'm saying like, mm. is we are looking at an alchemist without the magic. Okay. That's what we're Interesting. looking at. Water this into wine kind of situation. that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out alchemy without magic is just science. <laughs> it's just science. How about that? <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I think this person is like, I need marmalade. I want to get in the marmalade business because people like marmalade. Thus, I need to figure out a way to make marmalade. <laughs> and he's, but they don't know really have the proper channels to really high produce this high quality marmalade. Thus, they know bee populations are going down. We want to support the bees. We love the bees. Yep. Bees are the best. We support the best bees. you ever see. TMAT love is the a bees. super pro bee podcast. We're, we're trying to get pro bee legislation passed. Actually, I'd love to get and sponsored by bees if possible. Yeah. So bees, if you're listening, hit us up. We buzz, buzz, am I right? Slot in there in the middle for you, Ryan. Please. And so, and so they're taking these bees. They're taking these oranges. They're what happens there? Nobody knows. That's, we don't know. It's a, we black, don't know. Box. It's a black box. Yep. <laughs> That's the alchemy portion. All we portion. know is that in the end, marmalade's coming out. <laughs> and you know, no one wants to see how the marmalade gets made. Famous saying. Yeah, famous saying. Now, I, um, at, fir- at first, I wasn't really on his side. I was like, that's, that's so dumb. But now that you've pitched it as an entrepreneurial like, enterprise, I'm, 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 I'm more in. And for that reason, I'm in. And for that reason, I'm in. <laughs> this guy has seen one film in his life, and it's Paddington Bear. And he <laughs> knows one thing about old Patty. He loves marmalade. And this guy's like... If my favorite movie, Paddington Bear, shows marmalade in it, everyone else is going to be watching this same movie because it's so good and I right, love it so the same much. Flick. That they're going to get out there and buy some marmalade. The marmalade companies aren't going to be able to keep up. Their machines could never. It's kind of like a Big John marmalade. Henry and his steam shovel thing. Like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the machines can make a lot of marmalade, but they'll never be able to make as much marmalade as like a good, strong beehive. With, you know, 10 or 15 oranges shoved inside of it. If there's one thing uh, that that this podcast is against, it's Big Marma. Big Marma. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And, oh, man. <laughs> um, one thing uh, that was interesting is, is your timeline, right? Because Paddington's been out. Paddington 2 has been out. I right. think this person is thinking... 10, 15 years in the future, Disney's on a big remake right now. That's, Live action. Wow. Okay. Paddington, real bears, real marmalade from bees. I real think bears, to... real marmalade <laughs> I think from bees. I think you need to be 18 plus to go on that website. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think, I think we've digested. to 20 years before Disney's re-remake, because Paddington Bear was a thing before the latest right. round of movie. But anyway... It's part of the Bible, yeah. Part of the but Paddington Bear was in the Bible. Jesus' best friend. <laughs> but after they rebooted the biblical character, biblical figure, Paddington Bear, then 
<laughs> they're gonna reboot it again, and it's gonna be way more marmalade focused. He's got a he's got a whole business plan. He's gonna wait until about fifteen years from now, and he's gonna pitch the idea to them. Very marmalade. Because at that point, Disney's gonna be out of ideas, right? They'll they'll basically be yeah. in the dumps. They're not gonna have much to go off of. So this they're gonna movie need. Is 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 a a profile? It's Paddington Bear, but from the perspective of the bees who made all the marmalade that he ate. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, what the hell? We worked so hard on all that marmalade. Like that was like our life's work, and, and that's generations of of good old fashioned bee marmalade down the the proverbial drain and one of the, the little uh, bare throat one of one of the bonus features <laughs> is a comment commentary over the film by uh by the oranges that helped so you, you get to you get to, you get you get everybody's perspective it's, and i and, you know interestingly enough it sounds exactly the same as a normal movie they laid the commentary over top <laughs> of it but it's just it's the same thing it's yeah in, in fact movie. you can't you can barely hear it because it, it's mixed very poorly well, that's how they get around copyright laws. Okay. Is they yeah. say, "Oh, it's a commentary track." It's uh, and they, it's they, like a they it's fair use. It's parody. Horse. Yeah, it's they, parody. All that good they, stuff. They, they flip the screen so that if you upload it to YouTube, it won't be a problem. It's parody. It's parody. You can't hear it very well, but every time someone says the word "art," I put in the word "fart," so that's parody. That's parody. <laughs> that, that, look it up. All right, I think we've got all the juice out of that one. All the oh. juice. If if uh, if I ask for <laughs> orange juice, because we were talking about oranges. Okay, we look. You guys put... remember? You guys remember back then when we were talking about oranges, and then Jeremy said that thing, juice. That's good stuff. You're gonna put me on blast. <laughs> oh, well. How about this question about putting people on blast? If okay. I ask a disc, if I ask for a discount senior drink at Taco Bell, can they? Can an employee legally ask me my age? <laughs> okay, I will say, I know we don't really like to divulge into more of the question or anything, but someone did comment, good point, IDK. Okay. <laughs> That's the only comment someone on this. Someone at home was like, hmm, actually, <laughs> hold on. That's like, the, that's like a Facebook comment, for, like you, when you say like commenting for for notification or something so that you get you get the answer later. So, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to make sure okay, they knew. Okay, so you following. You're 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 in your your Subaru hatchback. You're just pulling up. You're behind three cars. Really reliable you're, vehicles. Yeah. You're pulling up. You're you're just inching forward. Uh, the Texas plate in front of you is like, wow, that's cool. Um, but you're in Arizona. This it's is like that's I'm why there. it's cool. Wow, this um, is crazy. I I've been transported to another realm. Wow, what a over, journey I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> you look over to your left, and right in front of the side. Of the right in Taco front Bell. Of the Hold side. on, wait. I gotta reorient right in front myself of the now. side. Right. Okay. <laughs> is one of those little push-in signs. It's like free tacos, but instead of free tacos, it says senior discount, fifty percent off all drinks, all large drinks, only large drinks. And you're like, ooh. You're sitting there as a twenty-four-year-old. You're like, ooh, huh. I wonder if I can get away with this. And actually, I'm gonna go a step further and say. You're you're a female because you're not supposed to ask a woman's age. Kind of archaic, but we're, we'll use that. I think there's a legal precedent that they cannot ask you your age. A legal and social precedent that if you scroll scroll up, if you roll up to that voice box, they say, "Hi everybody, welcome to Taco Bell." Um, like hi, I would like the senior discount. One, 
they can't see you. It's just a voice box. Two, they can't legally ask you your age. I think that that's, I think that's it. So what happens if they do ask your age? What 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 is it like a fine to the company? Does someone get arrested? What where did, where does the liability fall? Oh yeah, I think fall? I think I think I, I I think it's one of those things where like you could take them to civil court if you really want to. Like that's Citizens like the line. Arrest. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. But but I don't Go think like the, the cops box. are gonna come. Or, or like Judge Judy's just gonna like show up or something. I think like well, let's, you know how, let's like, not you know let's, how, judge, 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 let's not take that out of possibilities. Judge Judy well, you know, usually hangs around Taco Bell though. I know that for well, a it's, fact. It's not really Taco Bell. It's just like you do a crime. Someone says, "I got you doing the crime," and then Judge Judy shows up. So like, <laughs> I, no, yeah, dude, I mean, obviously that you're being ridiculous. Obviously, you have to go and smack a gavel three times and say, "Judge Judy, Judge Judy, Judge Judy." <laughs> right. It has to be close. Midnight. Close your eyes in a dark, dark room. <clears throat> spin around yeah. each time you say yeah. it. Yep. And then she appears on the bench. But there and needs to be some come. paper there. Like some like official document paper, like the yellow. Like, like it can't just be like paper. It's open be notarized. Room. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta. Your gavel you, has to be notarized. You gotta. You gotta have the bathroom mirror notarized. Hey, what the hell were we talking about? Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Legal. Well, the legality of asking. The legality of well, the the mindset of someone who's wondering about the legality of someone asking their age about asking for a senior discount they could I hope never, that cleared it up for you they could never convict because um age time is a construct so how can you prove time <laughs> what they got benjamin button i don't, I don't know where that joke was going ben okay yeah they've got that benjamin so button they thing. were 120 now they're 24 they're 100 years old but they look fresh and new <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so Legally, they're a hundred. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this is a point this this person's trying to make about the societal norms that we're pushing and that we maybe need to look past the window into the soul. I lost this metaphor, but yeah, no, uh, someone wants you... to kind of save me, that'd be great. I, th- I think that we need to reach through <laughs> that metaphorical weedy. drive-through window. <laughs> And and grab that discount senior Baja Blast that is Unity and re- refresh ourselves with its cool sweet waters. <laughs> um All right, this... I think I think we're I think we figured that one out. Yeah, well, I, okay. we did something I do with s- that question. Well I do want to say one more thing. One more thing you could say is you say, Hey, uh I'd like a Taco Bell and then they're like, Yep, sure. Uh no drink please. And then you say you get to the drink, you get to the window where you pay. You give them the credit card. You be like, actually, they let me. You have to do this after you pay. So you pay. You say, oh, actually, can I get a Baja Blast? And they say, yeah, sure. And then you drive up to the next window, and then you say, hey, they said I could have a Baja Blast. Um, and then you're like, yeah, sure. Gratis. And then they give you that Baja Blast, and you drive away for a free Baja Blast, senior discount, hmm. more like no pay discount guys i've got a little tip for you actually oh if you can manage to have them hand you your food before you pay you can just leave that's that, they're not yeah. gonna come and get that you. is legal and and once you leave the building they can't do anything it's like a security guard can't do anything once you leave the building yeah that's true any crime that takes place on the premises has to be dealt with on that premises once you leave you're you're fine that's maritime law <laughs> maritime law that's occam's razor that there it is. We finally <laughs> figured it, it out. <laughs> um, do we want another one, or do we want to uh, move forth? I think we should move forth. 
Let's move it. Forrest. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yes. Yeah. That's the, yeah. I can answer. Okay. Uh, who do you think would win? In, uh, who do you think would win between uh, Colonel Sanders and the Burger King? Well, what would they be doing? Well, that's a good question. Ryan, what would they be doing? They would be um, filing some taxes. Okay, filing, filing their taxes. taxes. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because in my mind, they're like going down the world's longest lo- water slide at the same time. Okay. So, okay. I mean, that's, okay. so that's, in my that's mind, one of the better places like, to do it. Yeah, I, I think so. And in my mind, it's almost like a two-person race. Not a two-person, like a two-sided race. Like, who can do their taxes the best, but also, like, who can get down the side the quickest? Yeah, because I don't know. if you've... If you try to do too many papers at once, it's going to p- create too much resistance right. against the water, and it'll slow you down. So it's, it's all it's, about balancing how many sheets of paper you have versus how fast you want to get your taxes done. It's like that Mario Kart game where you have to finish your drink before you finish the race. You have to finish your taxes before you finish the, the water finish slide. the ride. Otherwise, <clears throat> you die. Government comes for you. <laughs> and you die. Well, well, that's the same. They come for you, then you Okay, die. they come for at you. At the bottom of the water you. slide... Is a big government man in a suit holding a big old pair of scissors, and if, if listen, if you don't get it right, he's fully charged he's up too. A, he's gonna give you a, the audit if you know what I mean. So we've got the colonel. Yes, yeah. colonel, Colonel Sanders, current the colonel. So I'd like and to call listen, him colonel, Hold on, I off, don't disrespect him by saying that. I say colonel. Yeah, that's true. Um. Right off the bat, Colonel Sanders is going to be at a disadvantage. His fingies are, are going to be too spitty. Yeah. I think that's, I think the, that's the, an advantage. The chicken, he's the chicken is finger-licking. He's all greased up. Always greased up. He's used to that wet environment, baby. Oh, okay. He knows how to operate. That's true. Okay, yeah. The, the, the lower friction of the, the pool better, better simulates his home term <laughs> of slipping around in chicken grease at all times. Now, now so you, I think an that ap- is point, Colonel Sanders. I think a, an important question is how are they doing their taxes? Are they using like TurboTax? Are they doing it via like, like someone else? I think is like like they're going so- through someone else. Are they doing it by hand on paper? I think for the sake of argument, I, I don't think you can. So I, it's about two thousand feet is the world's longest water slide, and it takes uh about ninety seconds. So I don't think you can fire your taxes handwritten in that time so may i please butt in please oh yes i posit that you obviously cannot get all your taxes done in 90 seconds right so what happens is you only can do your taxes while you're going down the slide so you get to the bottom of the slide you gotta go back oh if you don't finish i like stairs and they have a bucket that you can put your taxes in and then they'll bring it right. back up to the top so it's there when you get there okay okay so then that does Ooh, and i like this because i like i like i like this idea but i also want to switch my answer from electronic to paper because then you can have a visual at the end of the water side there's a little box where you put your ta- a lock box where you put your tax Yoink. forms in <laughs> and so like you finish your your 1099 Boom, put it in there. Right in there. Finish your local taxes, boom, put boom, it in there. Right in there. He's only got federal and state left. Oh my gosh, he's going to win. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh, now, I'm already doing, I'm still doing the But then you have to, ref- you have to refile I, your local taxes, and Colonel then you have Sanders to go in like, the lockbox. <laughs> Colonel Sanders is like, I can't believe I did all that contract work. It's making it take so much longer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I could just be filing a couple of W-2s. No. <laughs> now, I, I'm curious if maybe we don't disallow one type of the, over the other in terms of electronic or paper. Because maybe, right. maybe one has the advantage over the other. Like, maybe one's more skilled in the, uh, so the electronic. I imagine the Burger King has collected a decent amount of taxes in his day. He is, after all, royalty. Yes, Kings course. love taxes. I've learned that much from <laughs> Robin Hood. And I think Game of Thrones had some taxes from the king. Um, <laughs> but... So the Burger King, I imagine he gets his taxes in, in like, burgers and fries and stuff, right? Because he doesn't care for other he, material he, goods. Nah. He, he is he's the not Burger the Jewel King. King. What's that? He's not called the Jewel King. Right, he's the Burger he's King. not called the Jewel King. He's not called the Money King. He's the Burger King. Well, or, in, some, as, in some areas he is. As they like to have known him in 1968 through 1976, Kerger Bing, which is a real thing. <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait, does that mean? Yeah. Oh wait, yes. Wait, hold on. Is that is that a legal name change? And does that does that affect? His yeah, I was thinking all? the same thing. Does he have to take um, that into account? See, uh, it was it was actually it's already all cleaned up, so he doesn't really have to do too much of it. Um, because in the early 1970s, Burger King used a small and animated version of the King called Kerger Bing in children's advertising. So <laughs> it was kind of a freelance gig, but it ended back then. Um, so he doesn't have to file for it anymore. You know, it's not part of his income anymore. Gotcha. Actually, that's not true. He does have one thing he has to do because of the royalties from those commercials. Yeah, residuals They're, and everything. They still run every once in a while. Yeah, you've all seen them. You've everybody seen the Kerger Bing ads. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kerger Bing. Kerger Bing is my new best friend. He was he was on Friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. He he was uh, one of the waiters at the coffee shop. Kerger Bing. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, but I think the the form in which Kerger Bing is going to be receiving his taxes is or the the gentleman formerly known as Kerger <laughs> Bing, the, the monarch formerly known as Kerger <laughs> Bing. Uh, the way he collects his taxes is, you know, it's burgers and fries, and I feel like that's going to be way more difficult to collect and to kind of get things down because the burgers, the buns are going to get all soggy. Right. So you make a an interesting point because the Burger King is collecting taxes, but the Colonel is filing taxes. Well, I imagine the, the Kerger Bing's version of, um, you know, filing his taxes is you know, tallying up, making sure that he is getting the correct taxes from all of his yeah. subjects. So it's it's it's, I would say, an equitable amount of yeah legislative and bureaucratic work that comes into play. I think <laughs> it's similar, but different. Enough. I think the yeah, biggest problem, uh, the, the Burger King has to deal with is the fact that the value of a burger is going to fluctuate, uh, immediately after you, it's after true. it's purchased. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's basically a car. Once you drive a burger off the lot, it's value decreases. Uh, well, I think if I went to the Burger King and bought a big Mac for $2 and 50 cents, and stood outside and said, hey, I accidentally bought a Big Mac. Do you want to buy it? And they're like, yeah, how much? I say $2.50. They're like, that's how much it normally costs. Plus, it's a stranger, so why not? Right, but, so, but because you so already So why not? What? Wait, <laughs> I thought you were, you were arguing the other point. You're saying that, that for some reason a stranger selling you a hamburger on the street is like more yeah, do you want this than used, buying it in a, do you want this in a used place hamburger? where a place I'm run not by saying, the greatest burger meister of all time the king 
a I'm not saying Burger King. It's more Burger acceptable. Bing? I'm saying it's as acceptable. See, well, so so you would, no. so you would buy a used car right off the lot for the same price. I would only accept a burger from a stranger on the street if they were offering me money <laughs> to take it. I would never pay a stranger to take their strange street meat and eat that, even if it was Kurger Bing himself. Although Kurger Bing and I are great friends, so it wouldn't be a stranger. Right. I think uh, sounds like you made my point for me. So. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I think I, you, I, right, we'll move on. We'll move past. Let's move past this. Colonel Sanders, he's got his his wet, greasy fingies, <clears throat> but he's very comfortable in the environment. Right. Kurger Bing, he's flying down. Oh, also, Colonel Sanders is wearing a suit. Kurger Bing is wearing that big regal thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's gonna slow uh, Kurger down a little bit more. Then, Depends on how aerodynamic is. If he could get some big speed, if he's got some some drafting, he does have that and, big uh, shiny head. He does have that big shiny head, and we do know from his multiple video game um, escapades that he is quite sneaky and can uh, drive a cart. And can, can drive, drive a cart. A cart. Um, and he can do one other which, thing, but I don't. I don't know if anyone played that one. There was a third hey, Burger King game. Yeah. What was it? I, I couldn't tell you. Um, let me look up something. I think. Oh, so okay. Just for your mind's eye, I believe this park, not this park, this, um, this water slide is open at the top. Like, it's an open right, casket right. water slide. Open casket, okay. Open casket water slide. I want my funeral to be open casket water slide, for sure. <laughs> All right, also, I did kind of lie and do much research for this water slide, wow. but it's actually, like... 4,000 feet, but let's say in the United States. So 90 seconds, 90 seconds, 2,000 feet. Okay. One dream. Two men. (laughs) (laughs) Two fast food tycoons ripping it down a water slide, just trying to do their civic duty. You know what I mean? Just trying to give old Johnny tax man his due <laughs> all right so i think i think we're re- weaning down on the arguments to be made i mean i could go um, for hours on this but you know of course for the sake of, course, of brevity of course, right so let's recount the colonel looking good in a suit absolutely looking slippery as all heck for sure <clears throat> comfortable being slippery as all heck um Okay, let, let, okay, we, we, we introduced this idea of running back up or somehow getting back up to the top. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should talk on that before we close arguments here. Um, so, I think, energy-wise, Colonel's at a loss here because the king has all his servants carrying him on the, like, the little four-pronged square thing that he sits in the middle of. Sure. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Problem with that is, is that if they get, they're climbing up the stairs, right? If they, if you have two short people in the back and two tall people in the front, there's a risk of falling back and losing all your progress. Do you think that Kurger Bing would let that kind of thing happen though? Like he knows what he's doing. He is the sneak king. Yeah. But you got to account for the rotation. They got to rotate. They can't, they, they only can only do three trips legally. Right, so yeah, you're like driving, driving a yeah, bus. Like, drive a bus yeah, yeah exactly. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, you can only make three trips up the water slide before you have to take a three 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 trip break. break. Yeah, hey, <laughs> the one thing to say about the Burger King is that his labor laws are very very fair. They're very um, you know safe for the workers. Really good stuff. Uh, I think the Colonel is going to have quite a bit of energy due to his status as a war hero. That's true. Um, rising to the rank of Colonel in the Chicken Army. And I, um, I think so, I would also add that I think he's great at multitasking because he's been in multiple um, business ventures outside of just his chicken. He's done video games. He's making a new console. Um, I think I think I think he's a bit. He did make a? They did make a video game, didn't they? They did a very lovely video game. Yeah. Yep. He, he was. They he started. He started a, a film as well. Um, mm-hmm. Wow! Quite so I think I think his ability to multitask and focus on several different things at once is really going to help him. Um, All right, I think when it comes down to it, I think Colonel Sanders is better, more bureaucratically minded. I think Kruger Bing's had too many people doing things for him for too long that he has lost touch. He certainly has done his taxes before a lot, and he can do it himself, but he's out of practice. He's had someone. He's had a guy to do it for forty years. His name's Bill. Great dude. He's like a friend now. We sent him a Christmas card. Um, may have kissed this one time. Friend the podcast. It, it, it meant nothing. It meant nothing. Well, no. maybe it meant a little something, but just right. for that night. We don't talk about it. Um, but anyway, I think Colonel Sanders has the advantage here. You know, I, 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 I agree. Um, for pretty much every reason you said. And then for the same reason I brought up before the multitasking, um, the, the, the ability to focus. Um, and if you've, if you've played the, the game or watched the film, uh, he's a handsome gentleman, very jacked. I think he's going to be able to uh, be active as much as he needs to be. Which is surprising considering the amount of fried chicken it's, that yeah, he Yeah, exactly. Eats. It's almost exclusively. Well, he has to run to catch all the chickens, so he runs all the calories. Runs all the he calories spends, off he spends all day sprinting around trying to catch chickens, and then at night he fills up with chicken <laughs> to do it all again the next day. Uh, yeah, you guys won't get any dissent from me. I think Colonel Sanders, uh, I think, just has a lot of the, the business-minded mindset and kind of the know-it-all, know-how, while the king, um, you know, I just think it's going to be a little clunky. Both the actual ride down and the doing the taxes. Yeah, so we pretty much got a landslide. I mean, a water slide hey. victory here <laughs> for, for Colonel Sanders. Um, I mean, I can picture it right now. Colonel Sanders is, he gets up on the top of the slide and he does the thing where he crosses his arms, right? And that's, that's basically like, it's over from the start. Because once you cross your arms over your chest like that, you're going to have a lot more speed. Um, keeping yourself inward and safe yep. and then he he's able to bring his pencil in and hold the piece of paper close to his chest not only is he going to zip through the water as easily as he can but he's also going to be able to keep that dry safe safe for all the chicken grease he gets on us from his fingers yep. but the guy that he does his taxes with totally used to it by now <laughs> wait uh, you are, i don't mean to interrupt you but of course yeah please. Um, no go ahead no, i would also like well, no, I think you made a valid, really good point because I would just like to add to the imagery of the water splashing up onto the colonel. And because he's so grease laden, the grease doesn't it's a layer of protection. interact. It's it a layer of protection. Right, right over him, yeah. He can go under the water if wow. he wants to. The grease is, is, is less friction. There's less friction from the grease on the plastic 
and it's the the grease on his butt. I'm like fumbling through this sentence. The grease on his butt is touching the plastic of the slide and separating the right. water out. So he's going even faster than the Burger King. Um, which, as we all know, number of times down the slide does count. Yeah. Uh, and the Burger King, his you know his head is getting stuck in the opening of the slide. Mm. He's trying to sneak too much. It's just in his blood, so it's taking him too long to get her back <laughs> up there. The burgers and the, the fries are getting all soggy. The salt's getting in the water, and then it gets in his eyes, and it hurts his eyes real bad. And he's, you know, he's trying to do all the thing, and his, his big royal cape's getting all wet and weighing him down. It's just, it's actually kind of embarrassing for Kerger, to be honest. Uh, I love the guy. I've known him for years, but... He had to know this was going to happen to him. I think I, I, you know, everybody coming in favored Colonel Sanders on this race, and and you can see why right here as we watch it happen. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here for my first run through of my new segment on the show called T M A W Y T W W, which of course stands for Tell Me About Who You Think Would Win, uh, or Tomato if you want to, you know, oh. <laughs> really shorten it down okay. into one little word. <laughs> yeah, so um. You know, expect some some grand prize title fights coming out of this segment because it's going to be a real hit. It certainly is. And with that, we're going to end our podcast. Well, not our whole podcast, just this episode, everybody. Don't worry. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast catcher you use. Be sure to write a review or... Leave a review or however you want to do a review. Send us an email at tellmeaboutthatpodcast@gmail.com. We are on Twitter at TMATpod. Uh, we have a Facebook. Uh, our podcast feed is Podbean, so be sure to uh, check us out there. Or like I said, just link up wherever you want. Um, anything else? I don't think Besides so. Besides our names, which we're not going to forget. I'm Jeremy. I'm Ryan. I'm Jack. Um... Guys, I just saw here uh, the downtown theater is going to be doing a Midsummer Night stream next week. You guys want to, for real this time, we're going to stop doing the thing where we come in saying we're going to do a theater show. Ryan hasn't seen it. And then we just kind of talk about whatever for 45 minutes. This time we're going to see the show, everybody. You got it, Ryan? Oh, for sure. You got sure it? Be we, could, there. we could even do like a sleepover the night before. Yeah, great idea. Man, I love slumber parties. All right. It's a deal. It's a date. I mean... We can start the podcast in earnest now. Who's earnest? <laughs>